we go. I am here on purpose because I have a purpose. My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive because God is not finished with me yet. My best days are right in front of me and I have victory in my life because Jesus lives in me. Amen. Give the person next to you an encouraging word and you may be seated. It is wonderful to see all of you and we also want to welcome all of you watching online tonight, thousands around the world. We're glad that you're with us and um, I know many of you are watching and uh, you're planning on coming back soon. Some of you are watching, you've never been to a service and so we consider this your personal invitation to join us live at a service and we're looking forward to another great time together this Sunday morning, amen? Sunday mornings have just been such a great time, amen, so really looking forward to it, amen. I was uh, praying about uh, the word uh, for tonight and uh, seeking God's heart for tonight and what he had for us, and I felt the Lord impressed upon my heart that some of you here tonight and some of you watching have stopped dreaming, and you know, uh, dreaming is believing and standing and speaking for the next big thing that God has for us. Amen? The things that he has for us. And, 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 and perhaps you've been settling. And, and, and th it's this amazing position where we can have total peace in our hearts, but at the same time, we're always moving forward for what God has for us. Amen? We're content on the inside, but yet at the same time, as we're content on the inside, we're pressing forward towards the things that God has for us. Amen? And perhaps you stopped dreaming for a couple of reasons. Maybe one reason is because you were believing and standing and speaking for a while, and things are contrary or didn't turn out the way that you had been believing and standing for. Perhaps the other reason is that you've grown comfortable, and perhaps comfort is, is the enemy of great achievement that God has for us. Amen? And uh, so I want to encourage you tonight that if we have breath in our lungs, God still has dreams for us. Amen? He still has big things for you and I to accomplish. He's got big things for you and I to do. And uh, big things could be reaching one person. Amen? So whatever he has for us, <clears throat> he still has a purpose for you and I to be alive. Amen? Each of us have a divine destiny. Everybody say divine destiny. This destiny for you and this destiny for me has been masterfully, crea uh, masterfully crafted by our loving creator. You know, each of us with unique personalities, unique talents, unique giftings, given to us by our creative, loving, heavenly Father, and uh, each of us with a divine destiny. All of us so different, but all of us uh, uniquely created by our Father for a reason. Amen? Um, none of us without significance. None of our lives without significance. Amen? So this is no time to stop dreaming. Not today. God is moving in the earth today, and he has something for you and I to be a part of. Amen? 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. One of my favorite verses, 2 Chronicles 16, 9, 
And it's so interesting because it's four chapters right before Jehoshaphat faces that major battle where everybody's coming against him that we talked about a couple of months ago. But 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9 says, The eyes of the Lord are running to and fro throughout the whole earth. What is he looking for? He's looking to show himself strong. Everybody say strong. He's looking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. God is looking for people willing to hear his word, speak his word, and accomplish his word to accomplish his will on the earth. Amen? It is a tremendous honor to share God's word tonight. I praise God for our wonderful, anointed, loving pastors. Amen? Pastor Bill's trying to retire. I refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> so I don't care. I don't care what he's doing. I will always call Pastor Bill, Pastor Bill. Amen. Are y'all in agreement with me on that? Thank you. So what's, what's in your heart tonight? Amen. Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, verse 45, he said, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth the good an evil man out of the evil treasure in his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Bring your words, bring my words into agreement with God's word, God's written word, and God's revelation word from the Holy Spirit with our human spirit. Bring our words into alignment with his words and we will see miracles unfold in our lives. Amen. I grabbed some nuggets out of uh, John Mason's book, a uh, friend of our pastors and uh, uh, an author from uh, originally from Victory Christian Center in Tulsa, right? Yep. Uh, so he has several great books. This one's uh, Conquering an Enemy Called Average. And uh, this one is uh, Know Your Limits and Then Ignore Them. He said, Dr. Uh, J.A. Holmes said, never tell a young person, and I wrote in parentheses, Never tell a young or an old person. Never tell, a, never tell a person that something cannot be done. Because God may have been waiting for centuries. He may have been waiting for generations for somebody ignorant enough of the impossible to do that very thing. You will find that great leaders are rarely realistic by other people's standards. Be a history maker and a world shaker. Go where you have never gone before keep dreaming things which are impossible with men are possible with god never say never <laughs> isn't that funny uh deborah was having a conversation with sandy before the service and they were cutting up and laughing and i have no idea what they were talking about but sandy says never say never and deborah goes oh goodness oh, oh no and i and i said I didn't hear what they were talking about, and I still don't know. Deborah, this is not a word from the Lord for you, okay? But I said, hey, that's in this first chapter I'm going to read tonight. Never say never. And Deborah goes, oh, oh. <laughs> so, <clears throat> never, is a, uh, never say never because never is a long, undependable thing, and life is too full of rich possibilities to have restrictions placed upon it. 
To believe that an idea is impossible is simply to make it so. Dream lofty dreams, and as you dream, you shall become, because your vision is the promise of what you shall at last, at last unveil, because somebody is always doing what somebody else said couldn't be done. Dare to think big thoughts. Develop an infinite capacity to ignore what other people say cannot be done. Amen? I woke up today with this word in my heart. There is a miracle in your mouth. And I was thinking, I got a book. Is there a, is there a book? Oh, there is a book. Oh, well, I couldn't find it. Okay. So I was looking all over. Okay. Okay. So I wasn't imagining it. <clears throat> I was trying to find the book. Okay, well, I was trying to find it at home in my in in the office, and I and I found um, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. So Barnett, Tommy Barnett has a book. There's a miracle in your house, and so I thought, well, that whoa, Sandy's got the book. There you go, right there. <laughs> hey, there's a miracle in your mouth. Amen. So I woke up with this in my heart today, that there is a miracle in your mouth. And this is no time. This is no time to turn loose of, of God's word and what he's given to us. And we can't turn loose of the things that he would have us speak over our destiny because we have a destiny and it is worth living. Amen. Bring your words into alignment with God's written word, with God's revelation word in our human spirit from the Holy Spirit, and we will see miracles, miracles in our finances. God has done awesome miracle, miracles in our finances, right? And so to the point where we're comfortable now, but, but so it's important in that comfort that we don't keep pressing forward to the big things that God has for us. Amen? Because comfort can be the enemy of great achievement. Right? Absolutely. Because the goal of life is not to get a bigger, more comfortable chair and a bigger TV. That's not the goal. Amen? <clears throat> Bring your words into alignment with God's word. You'll see miracles in your finances, miracles in your health, miracles in your relationships, and in areas where you may have struggled for years. See your words as a powerful weapon to affect change in the spirit realm. Changes in the spirit realm will manifest in the natural realm. Amen? I suppose that we start most prayers with our Heavenly Father, or Dear Father, or Dear God. Or my father. But what are prayers uh, comprised of? They're comprised of words. Amen. So perhaps everything we say is like a prayer. Perhaps, perhaps everything we say is just as important as if we were praying. Amen. Defeat darkness with words of life. The entrance of God's word brings Light, the entrance of God's word brings light into every situation. And so when you and I bring our words into alignment with his heavenly words, it brings light into every dark situation and light always overcomes darkness. Amen. So when we speak words of faith and words of life, darkness does not stand a chance. Darkness has to flee when light comes on the scene. And the entrance of God's word brings light. Amen? Words of light and words of faith always overcome darkness and 
despair. Amen? Let's pray for the people watching tonight uh, online, either on Facebook Live or maybe you're watching at a later time on YouTube. We love you. We care about you. God has a wonderful, awesome, amazing plan for your life. You need to get back here at church, back with us together. Wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. Whatever it takes for you to be comfortable, you need to get back here, either on Wednesday nights, especially on Sunday mornings. If you were part of this church and you were coming on a regular basis and you stopped coming, I am encouraging you. You need to get back together with us and allow God to minister hope for you. Amen? He'll lift burdens and cares off of your life. He'll infuse new hope for you. But you've got to get back together in fellowship with other believers who are moving forward with God's plan. So I would just really encourage you, whatever it takes, you need to get back in fellowship, okay? If you're watching tonight and you have never been with us in a live service, please consider this your personal invitation to come be with us in a live service and allow the Lord to minister to you. Amen? Amen. I just feel like somebody's watching tonight. I really do. That the Lord wants to minister to you life and hope and healing and that it's not too late. And God's going to turn it around for you. Amen? Amen? In Jesus' name. What are we creating with our words? God declared through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 55, 11, God said, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It won't return to me empty or void, but my word will accomplish what I please. My word will prosper or be effective in the thing for which I send it. You know, when we think about sending, we send mail, we send packages, we send an email. It's, it's something, it's a, physical act that's occurring so God says his word goes forth he sends it out amen and so when we send words out they accomplish things amen <clears throat> the book of um, this wonderful amazing testimony in second chronicles chapter 20 verse um, actually it's it's the entire chapter but it's about Jehoshaphat and and uh people he was leading at that time in this uh, tremendous battle that they faced. It seemed like a hopeless situation, and they thought they needed a miracle. They thought, they, they thought what they needed was deliverance. What they needed was a word. They needed a word, and the word gave them the solution, and then when they responded to the word with honor, they honored the word that God brought, when they honored the word with such faith, then God put them in a position to manifest the miracle that they needed. It's just amazing. So amazing. And it starts, it's in Second Chronicles chapter 20. It says, it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them, besides the Ammonites, they came to battle against Jehoshaphat. All these different warring tribes and nations coming against Jehoshaphat. So then some people, they came and they told Jehoshaphat, they said, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria. And they're in Hazazon, Tamir, which is En Gedi. Then Jehoshaphat feared and he set himself to seek the Lord and he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And you know, I was thinking, I was looking at some of Jehoshaphat's reactions here and I was thinking like, I was like, you know, so, 
So we know that fear is not from God. It, 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 there's no fear in him. Perfect love casts out fear. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Fear is the enemy for people of faith. Amen. And so if you read this, you can almost get not a critical eye, but you could, you could think, boy, uh, Jehoshaphat didn't stand up like a man of faith. But, you know, Jehoshaphat didn't have the new covenant. He didn't have teaching on faith. He didn't have revelation of standing in faith and, and, and speaking words of faith. He wasn't baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. He didn't have the new birth that would have occurred in his heart having received Jesus. Amen. He didn't have all those things. He didn't have the teaching of the new covenant. So he didn't necessarily know the importance right of not allowing himself to get in fear so let's give Jehoshaphat a break right okay Jehoshaphat feared and he set himself to seek the Lord and he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah so Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord isn't that awesome they didn't form a committee and all the different things that people may do in response to a difficult situation that may provide wisdom and give a good plan of attack and be able to navigate their way out of a situation. But in this situation, they all came together and the situation was so desperate, they sought God with a pure heart. Amen. God, we need your help in this situation. What do we do? Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah in Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. And he said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And, and in your hand is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? And, uh, and they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name is in this temple, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Verse 11, and here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. Verse 12, O oh our God, will you not judge these people? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. But our eyes are upon you. Now all Judah with their little ones, Wives, children, they all stood before the Lord waiting to hear what God would say. Amen. Verse 14, then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all you Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid. Don't be dismayed because of this great multitude for the battle is not yours. The battle is God's. So tomorrow, so first he does, he gives them this encouragement. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed because of this multitude. This battle is not yours. 
This battle is God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. They, and then he starts to reveal some secrets of what's going to happen the next day. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them there at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. They had no doubt heard of all the battles in the past. And occasionally the Lord would have strengthened them for battle. And they would have had to fight the battle. This time he says, you're not even going to have to fight in this battle. But rather, this time, position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear. Don't be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And I believe that their response to this word that was delivered through the spirit of or by the spirit of God through this prophet came upon Jehaziel the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel the son of Zechariah I believe that their response to that word positioned them to receive the miracle that God had in, had intended because if their response had been different if it would have fallen on deaf ears, if they would have disregarded the word that God had for them, if they would not have received it with such honor as we see that they do here, and, and they received it by faith, and they rejoiced at God's word, it put them in a position to allow God to do exactly what God said he would do. I believe the key, though, was their response to the word, their faith in what the word was. Amen? I'm not so sure that it wasn't the word itself. I believe it was their response to the word. They had faith. They believed what God said, and that positioned them to allow God to do what he said he would do. Verse 18, Jehoshaphat, the, look at their response to God's word. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, they bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites of the kingdom of the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and uh, and of the children of the uh, Korahites, they stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. Amen. And we know the rest of the story that they continued praising, they continued worshiping thanking God for this powerful word, and then the next day it played out exactly like God said it would. And they got the victory. And the Lord set ambushes against the enemy within the enemy's camp, and they didn't have to fight. Awesome. Amen? God has... We're so fortunate to be in the new covenant. Amen? Because now we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and he has fresh word for us every day to keep us right in the center of his will. But the key for you and for me is our response and our honor of his word that he has for us to position ourselves and stand in faith and believe what he says. And that will allow him to manifest the breakthrough that he wants to manifest. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That is such a great word. I could not come up with that. I know that's from God for us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That is such a good word. Thank you, my father. 
There's a battle happening right now in the spirit realm. The enemy forces of spiritual darkness are aligned against you and your family and me and my family. There's a battle raging. And we can't necessarily see it because it's happening in the spirit. But if we get God's revelation, if we get God's word on everything that we need, we'll know exactly what to speak in the entrance of God's word. We'll defeat the enemy forces of darkness that are arraigned against us. Amen? And praise him for the victory. Praise him for his revelation. Praise him for his word. You know, the devil doesn't understand faith. There's no faith in him. He has no concept. He doesn't understand faith. So he can't understand when he brings negativity and destruction against us how we could possibly stand in faith and still praise God in the middle of a difficult situation. So it brings confusion into his camp. And then it stops the attack from coming against us when we praise right in the middle of difficult situations. Because he doesn't understand faith. He's faithless. Our God is faithful. Amen. He's a faithful God. Full of faith. Amen. Full of faithfulness. The devil is faithless. He has no faith in him. He doesn't know how to believe. So he cannot comprehend how you and I could worship in the middle of a difficult situation. It sends confusion. It sends confusion into the enemy's camp, and it stops that attack from coming against us. Amen? It brings the breakthrough that we need in every area of life. Thank you, Jesus. As we praise, as our lips utter praise, we and Kelly mentioned it earlier. Did you know I was sharing on this? Oh, thank you, Lord. That's awesome. <clears throat> as our lips utter praise... And we speak forth the things that God put in our heart. It turns back the forces of darkness and they're powerless against us because we lift our voices and we praise the one who has already defeated those forces of darkness. Amen. See it. Visualize. See what's happening in the spirit realm when we speak faith, when we praise, when we speak those things that God would put in our heart. Amen. To allow us to move forward and accomplish those dreams that he has for us. Amen. When we praise our Heavenly Father with a thankful heart, angels are released on our behalf and forces of darkness that are arrayed against us. They're thrown in confusion and um, it confuses them and it frustrates their plans against us. Amen. The word of the Lord tonight is the creative power of words. Part four. <laughs> Amen. The creative power of words of words Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 says by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible Genesis chapter 1 we know that God set the whole thing in motion by speaking God said let there be light God said God said God said isn't it amazing that his word was so powerful that I was thinking about um, we have a little creek in the back of our woods and there's stones and rocks down there. Those rocks have been on this planet since, the, since Genesis chapter 1. He spoke those rocks into existence and they've been here since the very beginning. There's not one rock missing. Every rock he created on day one, it's still here. I suppose unless we shot it to the moon or something or in a space shuttle. But the rest are still here. Amen? 
Words have creative power. The word that God spoke was so powerful, so effective, that everything that he created is still here today. Every rock, every, mineral, every mineral, the seed that he created had, and, and the word that he spoke was so powerful, the life that he spoke over that seed had the power to spread over the whole earth. And it still has seed in itself, and it's still reproducing. Isn't that amazing? 1 John chapter 4.18 says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. We're made in his image, and he's a creative God. He creates with his word. He's given us that same power to create with his word, amen, to bring his heavenly will to pass on the earth. Jesus said, pray this way. He said, Father, let your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. And so we get his word, we get his written word, we get his revealed word in our spirit, we get in agreement with that word, and then we declare it by faith, and it allows his perfect will to manifest in our lives and in the lives of those we care about, amen. And in the lives of lives of those that he's given us influence over and, and all the different situations that he's given us influence in. God's word has creative power. God's word in our mouths. His word flowing from our hearts. Hearts. His word flowing from our hearts out of our mouths has creative power. So I guess the question is, what are we creating on a daily basis? <laughs> Amen. Do y'all got to keep working on this like I do? I got to keep working on this. Only speaking that which I know I want to be creating on a daily basis. Amen. Every word that comes out of our mouth is bringing forth something. It's creating something. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13 says, Since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak. In Mark 11, 22 and 23, have faith in God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, whatever mountain that may be in our lives, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Amen. Every day on a consistent basis. Five keys tonight, and we'll conclude with this. Five keys. Number one, stay in faith. Have total confidence that the Lord is always right on time and he's never late. Even if we've been believing and standing and dreaming for years and years and years, always stay on God's side. Trust his timing. Know that his timing is perfect. Amen? Don't get frustrated. Rest in him. The Red Sea, Daniel in the lion's den, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Joseph's, or Je Jehoshaphat's defeat of his enemies. God's timing is always perfect. Amen. Second key, frame our day every morning. Speak in faith that which we want to see for the day. Just like God framed the universe by his words, frame your day. What do you want to see? Speak what you want to see every day and refuse to speak anything else. Number three, respond to adversity with deliberate words of faith. 
the moment we face adversity. Don't simply describe situations. Change situations with words of faith. Amen. Everybody say, don't describe situations. Say, change situations with words of faith. The fourth key, be very deliberate with every word that is spoken. No idle words, no careless words. Don't just speak what you see. Don't just speak what you feel. Incline our ears to the Holy Spirit and only speak what God puts on our hearts to speak. Words are loaded with power and every word that we speak is created, creating something. Amen? And the fifth key, as we declare God's word, so this happened for me today. So, so as I was meditating on this, uh, on this message, I was thinking about a situation that I'd kind of begun to just settle and uh, be content with, with the way that things were going. And I had given up on dreaming big and dreaming for the best. It's not a. It's not even a huge deal to most people. <laughs> it's regarding our golf team, right? And and so, but for me, I, I was just I had just kind of settled, and 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 so I'm the golf coach. Basketball's done. Time for golf. So um, I was just kind of settling with uh, with the current status quo, and I was like, okay, I guess we can just kind of make that do. We can. Uh, work around that schedule and do that and that and kind of coordinate with them and that. Boy, that's not ideal. Whew. Boy, that's difficult. So I was just trying to navigate it, and I hadn't even prayed about it. I hadn't asked God about it. I hadn't believed for the best situation about it. And, and so as I was meditating on this word, the Lord was showing me that I was settling so, so if he's put me in this position of leadership, so I'm anointed to be the leader, so I'm anointed to speak words of faith over the whole situation. And there's a lot of people impacted. If you got seven kids on the varsity team and 14 kids on the junior high team and all their brothers and sisters and their parents, that's a lot of people going to all these different directions to events. And so if he's put me in this position of leadership, I'm anointed to speak the right words over it. Amen. And so as I was thinking about it and meditating about it, the Lord just put on my heart. He's like, what do you really want to see happen in this situation? What, what really needs to happen to allow the whole situation just to work out like in a really, really good way? It has to do with where we're able to practice. Right now we're practicing I love you, but it's a rinky-dink kind of place, right? And we're there with two other teams and they're not watching. I was there with, we're there with two other teams. It's super crowded. And, and we can only kind of, we can, we, we can only practice on part of the course. And it's just, it's just not ideal. It's not a good situation. Kids can't practice short game. They can't practice putting. It's just not, it's not good. So, but we were trying to make it work, right? I told you it's not a big deal, but it's kind of a big deal. So I asked so the Lord impressed upon my heart. He's like, what do you really want to see in this situation? I was like, oh, I want to be over there. He said, okay, let's get it done. So, so I started speaking some words of faith over where we want to be. Amen? There's all kinds of room. It's beautiful. Great practice area, practice facility. We can spread out. Amen? It'd be just ideal. And what happened 
when I started speaking what I wanted to see, then I began to get a picture of what I felt God wanted to do with the whole situation. And I began to get in line with what he was putting in my heart. And then as I was doing that, as I continued to speak in faith over the situation, then God started reminding me of some other things that he had done re directly related to the same situation in the past. And I just really started to get encouraged like, oh, yes, he is going to open this door for us. Thank you, Lord. He showed me who to call. He showed me what to say. Amen. And I'm looking forward to a favorable answer. It's going to be good. So I want to encourage you. <clears throat> Key number five, as we declare God's word, immediately obey the voice of the Holy Spirit when he speaks to us. Because as we declare our desires, which hopefully line up with God's desires, as we speak, the Holy Spirit will almost always speak to our hearts what we need to do in order to position ourselves to receive what we have spoken. Combining God's revelation word, his living word, with immediate obedience to the small, still, small whisper of the Holy Spirit on the inside will produce powerful change. Amen. Speaking God's word of life, and obeying what we hear immediately afterwards produces amazing, life-changing results. Amen. All across the room tonight and those of you watching online, if you need healing in your body, if you need a, a, a miracle healing, you've been struggling with some health situations, I would encourage you to declare Proverbs 4.22 over your life. Proverbs 4.22 says, your word is health to all my flesh. If you're here tonight and you need deliverance from debt, God delivered us from debt. It was awesome. It's great what he did. It's amazing. If you need deliverance from debt, we can stand on Romans 13.8 because God said, owe no man anything but to love them. So if he told us to owe no man anything but to love them, then he will surely make a way for us to be debt-free. Amen? So declare Romans 13, 8 over your life if the Lord would lead you in such a way. Psalm, if, if you're having trouble sleeping at night, God has perfect sleep for you and me. He has good sleep for us. Declare Psalm 127, verse 2 over your life. He gives his beloved sleep. My Father, I thank you. I am your beloved because of what you've done through Jesus, and I thank you. You give me great sleep in Jesus' name. Better be careful. I'll be laying out on the platform up here. If you're struggling with depression or anxiety tonight, I would encourage you, if you're, wa if you're watching tonight and you are struggling with depression or anxiety, grab a hold of Isaiah 26, verse 2. This scripture, this promise is for you, and it's real. <clears throat> And pray, say, thank you, Father. You give me perfect peace as my mind is stayed on you. And we keep our mind fixed on him by fixing our mind on his word and on his promises. Amen. Continual medication. Medication, no. Sorry. <laughs> Continual meditation and speaking of God's living word. 
will produce breakthroughs in our lives. Amen. Let's pray. I want to pray for you tonight. Let's be in agreement all across the room. If you're here tonight and you would say, pastors, my life is not right. Maybe you're here tonight or you're watching online and maybe... Um, maybe you were once walking close with, with the Lord, but you recognize that you've walked away, you've gotten off track. Well, tonight is the night for you to get back on track. And um, you believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God. Uh, the Bible says we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins. So if that's you here tonight, you'd say, would you pray for me? My life is not right. We want to pray with you and be in agreement with you all across the room. If that's you, could you just slip your hand up in the air and we're going to pray together. And anyone watching online, if that's you here tonight. Let's all pray this prayer together. Say, Father God, thank you so much for sending Jesus. I have sinned. I've made mistakes. But tonight, I receive your love. I thank you, Jesus, for your great love for me. I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. also want to pray for you tonight. If you're here and you need a breakthrough in any area of your life, <clears throat> I want to come into agreement with you tonight and pray together for, uh, for breakthrough, that God would show you, give you revelation word to speak over that situation so that we can be positioned to allow the breakthrough to manifest. So all across the room, if you need a breakthrough in your health, a breakthrough in your finances, in a relationship, in a situation in your home, at work, whatever it may be, if that's a legal situation, if you need a breakthrough in any area of your life, could you slip your hand up in the air and let's pray and agree together. Anybody else? Amen. My Father, you see every hand that's lifted, and we come into agreement tonight, Father God, for breakthrough in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for revelation word for you or from you for each person who lifted their hand that each would know exactly what to proclaim in faith to position themselves to allow them to see breakthrough in Jesus' name. We believe that we receive it. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Let's all stand up tonight. Give the Lord a hand. Amen. Let's go out with a powerful confession. I am loved. I'm living for Jesus. I have the mind of Christ. My body is healed. I'm strong. I'm healthy. I'm debt free. Everything I touch. Everything I is prospering. prospering. I am blessed. I am blessed. My, family is blessed. my family is blessed. God's favor is my life. My, life. my past is forgiven. My, past is forgiven. My, future is bright. my future is bright. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you all. We will see you Sunday morning. Amen. <laughs>